Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Beer and Money. I am Ryan Burtlow. And I'm Alex Gons. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about three changes for your finances to consider under the new Secure 2.0 Act. Yay, legislation. <laughs> but before we dive into that here, Alex, what are we drinking today? Well, I'm, I'm bummed because, again, this is you drinking it because I'm still feeling a little bit under the weather. Uh, but we're drinking Nature Calls IPA. It comes from 10 Barrel Brewing. Uh, clock's in at six and a half, uh, six and a half percent alcohol, uh, only 40 IBUs. So, uh, so what do you think, Ryan? It's, it's definitely a light IPA. Um, it's refreshing. So it's kind of like, it's a great beer when when it's hot outside i can envision drinking this and not having to worry about okay if i have two that that's a lot of alcohol like right like at six and a half percent alcohol it's a it's just a drinkable beer that you can drink and not have to worry about that that aspect it's it's not your standard northwest ipa where you know after two beers normally you can be feeling that decent amount so um this one is it's solid it's a drinkable one let me put it that way for those of you who don't like ipas this might be a good starter uh to have um if, if you look if that's all they're offering at the at the spot you're at so in timber brewing they make some solid beers there so definitely check them out um if i were to rate this i'm probably giving it just because the ipas that you and i tend to enjoy i'm going to give this a six we tend to like the the more hoppier ones um so i'm gonna give it a six out of ten cool well i look forward to uh to try it when I'm a little bit better and we'll have uh, a rating from me coming up in a future podcast. So let's talk about, so, so secure 2.0 act. There's, there's a lot of changes. Um, you know, f- for those that listen to this, uh, our episodes, they, they tend to be not close to retirement or in retirement. And so we're leaving a little bit of the retirement factors out into like required minimum distributions and, and that kind of fun stuff. We're going to be talking about, uh, changes to consider pre-retirement that that might make sense for you to do and it might be it's not may not even be changes you get to do it's changes that your employer gets to do and maybe you get to take advantage of that and a big one in that is the the changes to 401k alex yeah well and, and you these are things that you might want to bring up with your employer and say hey are we going to get an opportunity to do this that's a great point great point so some of the changes inside of 401k are that there you you now have again assuming that the employer adopts this the ability for the employer match to be Roth and now you have to pay the taxes on the dollars they could put in the dollars have to be immediately vested so there's some components there that may or may not be in your control um however the ability to have all of the dollars that go into your 401k be Roth or most of the dollars that go into your 401k be Roth, depending upon some of the structure of your 401k uh, is, is a definite advantage in, in terms of the ability to pick and choose and how you want to go about it for your own personal situation. Yeah, it's a decent change because for those of you who have the option to put in money into a Roth 401k, your employer was that if you had an employee employee match, um, the match always went to the pre-tax side. And so now that you have the option or the employer might do the Roth match. So that's that's a, a, a definite thing to consider when we're talking about taxation of our money today and in the future. 
Yeah. So there's a couple other components that uh, are, are further rothifying the 401k. Uh, the first is there's an, an emergency savings component uh, that can be up to $2,500 that you can have reduced barriers to access in the event of emergency. Now, the language inside of the bill is really vague here. So you want to make sure that you're working with your employer. You want to make sure you're working with the 401k provider, uh, your CPA, your tax advisor to go ahead and make sure that you understand the ins and outs of, of how this is going to be structured and what, what is considered an emergency and what isn't, those types of questions. Uh, but there's going to be more access inside of this specific type of structure for emergency access. Yeah, it you know, this is I I, I think you know the go- United States government has realized that a lot of people don't have an emergency fund set up, but they do have money in their 401k. So that I think they're they're allowing people to kind of utilize the 401k a version of it to be an emergency fund, depending on their definition of emergency. I, I think that is a slippery slope. So, you know, from a financial planning standpoint, for those listeners here, like really consider this. I, I would not, for the most part, advise you to limit the amount of money you have access to in your savings account because this new rule applies, but we want to make sure we bring it out and let you guys know about it. Well, and Ryan, Truthfully, for most of our clients, $2,500, which is the maximum contributions. Well, yeah. yeah. I, like, this is not something that is going to replace emergency reserve for the vast majority of our clients. Um, and the, the last component of the changes to, to 401k that you and I are talking about, there's there are a host of changes, and this is by no means an exhaustive list, is that for certain folks, the higher income echelon folks, if you exercise the catch-up contributions that are employee contributions, these are going to be mandatory to be Roth in certain circumstances. Yeah, so th- those are the three changes that we're speaking about into for for today, at least for the 401k. Uh, another thing, the second piece that we wanted to make sure we bring up uh, is the ability to actually convert any money that's in a 529 account to a Roth. Yeah. And so we we originally got the ability to convert traditional IRAs to Roth IRAs. We then got the ability to convert certain dollars inside of 401ks from traditional to Roth. Uh, we're now getting, albeit very limited, uh, ability to convert 529 dollars into Roth. Um, there's uh, a lifetime cap of 35,000. You have to have the 529 plan for 15 years. There's some restrictions and some rules around distributions. But again, more flexibility, more flexibility equals better ability and better access to uh, planning and different techniques. And then number three that we're going to talk about here, we're, we're labeling it other benefits. Um, and, and the first one is a student loan match, right? So there's an availability for your employer to match uh, your student loans into the retirement plan. So if you're putting X amount of dollars towards student loans, they will be able to match that. And so this is a way for uh, employers to be able to help employees n- 
help employees by uh, allowing the ability for employers to put dollars into a qualified retirement plan if they're paying back student loans. And so it's designed as a way to uh, theoretically not have to choose between paying back loans and saving for retirement. Um, we'll see what actually winds up coming out of this, how many employers adopt it. Uh, it's just an additional benefit now that employers can offer. Um, yours may or may not adopt this. Um, and most of these rules, like it'll be um, six months to two years before they're they're fully adopted anyway. Um, and then the last component that falls into this other benefits is the ability for uh, both SEP IRAs and simple IRAs to also have Roths. Um, and so again, it's the, the further Rothification of uh, the retirement system. And again, it just provides extra flexibility where we think that this may apply for, for you, our listeners who are, um, our, our listenership is if you have a startup um, and you're looking to go ahead and create a retirement plan, uh, this now provides extra flexibility and extra choices that you can make. If you've got a spouse, there's extra choices uh, inside of um, SEPs and simple structures that uh, that you didn't have before. And then last, we wanted to take a quick note and just let you know that uh, there was a lot of talk leading up to this that they, that the they might change the ability or change you know how. Uh, the possibility of doing a backdoor Roth IRA conversion. Uh, they did not touch, touch that. So it's actually still available. Uh, I know many of our clients utilize that. So we want to make sure that we were bringing that up uh, for our clients as well as for any of our listeners here. So those are the, the three changes uh, that, you know, you should really take into consideration uh, under the new to secure uh, 2.0 act, which takes us to the question of the day, Alex. Our question today is how can you utilize secure 2.0 to your own benefit. So head over to beerandmoney.net and there's a spot at the top that says contact us where you can either answer that question of the day or if anything bubbled up from today's conversation that you have questions on, it's a great way to communicate with us. Uh, if you got any value out of this, if, if you if you were didn't know about some of these changes, you're like, oh, I didn't think about that and that that does pertain to my, my personal situation, then share it. My guess is there's probably someone else that you know that might have similar thoughts and ideas and, and questions there. As always, anything that is tax related, we're, we're providing some insight and some strategies. We highly recommend that you consult your tax advisor as this is not tax advice and should not be relied upon as tax advice. 100%. As always, we hope this episode was valuable for you. And Mr. Collins. Cheers. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not to be construed as tax, legal, or investment advice. Although the information has been gathered from sources believed to be reliable, please note that individual situations can vary. Therefore, the information should be relied upon only when coordinated with individual professional advice. Guest speakers and their firms are not affiliated with or endorsed by Park Avenue Securities Guardian or Quantified Financial Partners and opinions stated are their own. Guardian, its subsidiaries, agents, and employees do not provide tax, legal, or accounting advice. Consult your tax, legal, or accounting professional regarding your individual situation. All investments and investment strategies contain risk and may lose value. This material is intended for general public use. By providing this content, 
Park Avenue Securities LLC is not undertaking to provide investment advice or a recommendation for any specific individual or situation or to otherwise act in a fiduciary capacity. Please contact a representative for guidance and information that is specific to your individual situation. Brian and Alex are registered representatives and financial advisors of Park Avenue Securities LLC, OSJ 200 Market Street, Suite 1850, Portland, Oregon 97201, phone number 503-221-1226. Securities products and advisory services offered through Park Avenue Securities member FINRA SIPC. Financial representatives of the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, Guardian, New York, New York. Park Avenue Securities is a wholly owned subsidiary of Guardian. Quantified Financial Partners is not an affiliate or subsidiary of Park Avenue Securities or Guardian. Ryan Burklow, AR Insurance License Number 15319412, CA Insurance License Number 0K24924, Alexander Collins, AR Insurance License Number 7264699, CA Insurance License Number 0H24806. Pinpoint number 2023-149109, expiration January 2025.